am joined here today by Tori Archbold, who is an extraordinary woman who has her daughter, Bella, and has been a powerhouse in Australia around the world. It's such a pleasure joining us, Tori. I'm not going to reveal too much about what you've done, but your story is really incredible. And oh, what I loved you. about, oh, pleasure. What I loved about being able to connect with you and pick your brains was, I just think you're going to have some really interesting perspectives on living an extraordinary life, on what's possible, on overcoming challenges, um, not even in the context of what's going on in the world right now, but just generally. Life has pitfalls and life has this going on all the time. Not everybody does that bit. And you've done that a couple of times. And I think it's just really extraordinary what you've achieved. I am going to brag on your behalf before I throw it to you. You represent... <laughs> you, had, you had and still have um, a much smaller, but at your in, when you were running your PR agency, Torstar, you're the person who we can hold in a claim for bringing Zara to Australia, 22 thousand people turning up to the opening night the entire store sold out 80 percent of it within one day and you've coordinated all of that in six weeks you're the person yeah. to go to when something's got to be done. <laughs> well i can't i can't claim all the effort for that because it's definitely teamwork but yeah. you know the results speak for themselves and you know maybe this is the basis of us starting the conversation Sharon because you know I started Torstar two decades ago and like many people you know I started with a with a vision and a dream and I knew what I wanted to attract into my life and you know like many people out there I had like big visions and big dreams but a bank account with you know next to nothing in it mm. and you know when you when you start with dreams and you start with your values I feel that that is what attracts what you truly deserve into your life and you end up attracting the right people in. So when I first started Torstar, you know, I really looked at what are the values that are going to attract these big brands into my orbit? You know, like I'm a girl from Sydney, Australia. I came from a normal upbringing. Um, there was nothing special about me, but I had this innate gut instinct that I was about to create something extraordinary. And so my, my values were really the foundation of what that extraordinary journey with Torstar was going to be all about. And the first value was passion because I truly believe, like I'm a passionate person and I believe that if you're passionate about something, you're going to attract other people into your life that are equally passionate. Now, whether that's a person, a, you know, a brand, a product or a service, you know, it doesn't matter. But passion was one of those founding values. Um, the second one was integrity. And um, integrity is really important to me because, you know, we are all ourselves. We are all brands. And the brands that we represent need to be aligned with who we are. So for me, to work with other like-minded um, brands that had that integrity and had that soul behind them, was the second foundational value. And the third one was delivery. And probably the most important one because I'm a true believer that each and every one of us were only as good as the last conversation, the last email, the last coffee date, the last meeting, you know, the last podcast that I do, you know, in the next 40 minutes with you is that impression that people are going to take away. Now, off those three values for passion, integrity and delivery, you know, I was lucky. At first, I attracted David Jones as my first foundational client um, in well, Australia. Slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so how did you know to live your values mattered? Because that's not a conversation everybody's having every day. Mm, yeah. What led you to recognize yeah. values as being your, what I call your true north or your compass? Yeah, absolutely. So I believe in the power of connection. 
And I believe that like attracts like. And so if my values were aligned with the values of the brands and the people that I wanted to attract in my life, then literally it would be a no brainer. You know, like if you live by your values, you're aligned to your values, you live your truth, then, you know, 90% of the time, nothing can go wrong. So that, you know, that was how I lived my life and how I started my business. And, you know, people go, how did you get David Jones as a foundational client? How did you launch Megan Gal as the face of David Jones? I mean, you know, here you are, you're, you, you know, a girl in your twenties and this is what happened. But again, like I refer back to the power of connection, not being afraid to pick up the phone, connect with people that you know, let them know that you're available, what you want to do. And that's how I landed that first client. And, you know, was it, soon a cold call? it was a cold call. Well yeah. done. It was a cold call. That's um, how I began. I got my first <laughs> million dollar contract with a cold call. That's absolutely right. And, you know, I think the cold call is the best thing. And, you know, one of the first things I did when I got David Jones as a client, you know, I didn't have the media database or I didn't have the little oh. contacts that I have now. And so, I said about going, who are the people that I want to know? Who are the yeah. people that are going to help me deliver? And so I wrote that list. And, you know, like you say, I cold called. But guess what happened with the first phone call? No. They hung up on me. Of course. No. <laughs> it was like, Tori who? Torsta who? Clank. And yeah. then again, Tori who? Tori who? Clank. And then I switched my thinking and I thought, you know what? Here I am representing at the time the number one retailer in the country and that journalist that I was calling you know I don't think that he realized the power of that brand but I switched my thinking because I thought they have a massive advertising spend yeah. I've got a supermodel who's Australian that's just returned yeah. from Italy was highly successful it's a good combination I'm gonna wait for him to call me and he did and a few days later he said hey Tori it's so and so can we chat and, you know, those cold calls, I, I did them all the time. But now yeah. those relationships are some of the best relationships that I have in business. And it's because I never gave up because I knew that they were going to serve a purpose in my life and the brands that I represented. But I also knew that I could give back to them in other ways as well. So, so you know, how did you... This is the thing that always fascinates me with people. Some people will hear this and go, that's wonderful and you've got so much drive. Others are going to hear and go, I could never cold call. Mm. What is it about you that means you can pick up the phone? What does not, that yeah, take? I'm, You're just not I'm afraid. Not, I'm not afraid of the word no. Yeah. Okay. And I think um, the word no is a powerful word. Yeah. And the word no should be used in limited circumstances, but I'm not afraid of it. And, you know, when you switch your thinking and someone says no to you, rather than going how can I make this happen? How can I make this happen? You switch your thinking. And what you do is you allow that opportunity to go to someone else because that person said no to you for a reason. And what I've learned through business and personal experience is when people say no, or well, that door's not opening gently for me, I say to myself, you know what? I'm not meant to experience that. I'm not meant to have that in my life at this time. That experience or that conversation or that opportunity, that project, that deal is meant for someone else. And as soon as you let go and, and you live your life in flow um, and you don't get upset mm. about things, that's when everything starts coming into your life. So the, the, the pattern I'm hearing is, which is how I look at it, I don't generalise one no to be everything. I don't think because i got one no, everything's going to, that's it, it's all over. It's just yeah. that one no. Because I cold called every day for two years mm. for about 
five hours a day. Mm. So I got very comfortable with the no. But if I made that one no or the hundred no's mean everything else will be a no, I wouldn't have kept going. And I think too many people generalize the no and take it into the next experience. But mm. you put it in the box. It deserves mm. to be. That's yeah. the experience I'm going to let go of. It's not coming my way right now. The next experience will be unrelated to this, what it's going to be. Mm. Is that how you look at it? You're disconnecting one I disconnect from, from it. And then what I believe is that, you know, if that experience is meant to come back to me, it will. Yes. You know? And quite often over the years, you know, I had brands that said no. Yeah. But then they came back and they wanted me to say yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. So you worked with some amazing brands. Is that just what you always wanted to do? How did you become a PR agency? You can name some of the brands. How did you ever decide that's what I'm going to do? And probably bigger question is, why do you think it happened for you? What was distinctive about what's in you? Because it's not just your brand. There's something about the business owner that is creating what you created. Can you have a go so at it? I'm a big believer in journaling, Sharon. Yeah. So I write. I yeah. still write today. Like I love writing and I love looking back at, um, you know, what my dreams are, what my values are, what I want to achieve, because I believe that the more you journal, the yeah. more you write, the more it reframes in your mind. And, um, you know, I, I attracted these brands into my life because I put it out there that I just wanted to work with amazing people, amazing brands, brands that I believed in. And also, um, you know, I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to see the world. And, you know, I got all these opportunities through the brands that came knocking on my door. And I guess it wasn't really until the global retailers wanted to launch in Australia that I realised just how much global knowledge um, I'd had by travel, from connections, by putting myself out there, that when they started coming in there, I had this innate gut instinct um, and creativity and intuition that I was able to tell the right story mm. and tell the right story to the media so yeah. that, that, you know, that the engagement would be there with the people that they wanted to become their customers. But most importantly, I was lucky that I worked with brands that understood the customer journey, right? Yeah. So if the brand understood the customer journey and they valued that customer, they would succeed. And of course, you know, so many um, brands came knocking on my door and they wanted to work with me. And they would say to me, I want what you did for that brand. And I would say, I can't do no. that for you. I can't replicate that. Yeah. And they would say, why not? And I said, because you have different teams, you have different culture, you have different values, you have different customer journeys. What we need to do is create something unique for you. So the ones that were so fascinated um, and, you know, Tori, you need to do this, you need to do that. I couldn't work with them because they wanted me to do something which was impossible. Yeah. And I guess the gift that I've been given in business is to work with my gut instinct, to work with my intuition and to really understand how to navigate brands um, and their storytelling ways to pick up a really big impactful brand launch and impactful customer journey and impactful, you know, brand experience so that when people actually come together and and it works really well it's a long time journey and so you know a lot of people in business they're not able to retain the brands that come into their orbit mm -hmm. so my average in Torstar was six to eight years with that's a incredible. really strong well that's incredible and it not really only is. that you know people now 
um, you know, I was lucky enough to work with an Australian brand, Sue Kin, when they were a very small brand and, you know, we grew them into a global brand. They were number one natural skincare brand. And then, you know, they sold the business. I worked through the m and I stayed on with a new team. But the beauty of it is I'm now working with those same founders of Sue Kin to launch a new brand called Akira Skincare. And, you know, when I wound back Torstar um, last year, I was very selective about the people and the brands I wanted to work with because I had to be aligned with my values and I had to be aligned with theirs. And so, you know, it's the journey of life. It's power of connection. It's like, if you share the same values, you can create incredible things, but you have to be aligned on that journey. Otherwise it will never work. Do you go into your meetings knowing that, or do you go into your meetings knowing that and speaking to it? Do you? I just, yeah, I speak my truth. Yeah. I don't, I never go in with a plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll go in and I'll speak my truth. Um, but I'm very creative in terms of developing ideas and strategy for brands. Um, and it's one of the things that I love most about the industry. You're lining up. In. You know, I have this ability to look at things and to shape them and to bring it together so that the journey is really clear yeah. to those people that they want to attract into their lives. And, you know, one of the things I do every morning is I have this shower ritual that I was taught from this Buddhist monk in Thailand. And, um, you know, he used to say to me, Tori, you need to slow down, you're going to burn out. And obviously we'll talk about my death experience later on, but he goes, you need to meditate. And I said to him, I have no time, you know, to do this. I'm, I'm so busy, busy, busy. And he goes, you're going to make the time. He goes, who has a shower with you in the morning? And, um, you know, my daughter was a little bit older at that time. And I said, well, it's just me. And he goes, that is the time that you are going to give back to yourself. And he said, get a little bit of lavender, just put it down on your decollage, inhale three times, center yourself, align yourself, set your intentions for the day. And he said, and you just watch all the ideas, all the creativity, and it's going to filter through your mind. And, you know, that's that's the way you're going to set your day up. And I've done that now for more than a decade. And I have to say... Sharon, it's brilliant. I love it's it. It's wonderful. Well, setting yeah. intentions to me is everything. If you don't know where you're heading, you're going to hit anywhere. It's going to be random. Whereas you've, you're bringing passion to all of your activities. Everything you're sharing, I'm just hearing the passion infused in mm. all of it. And I think that is so attractive to clients. Do you mm. attribute your passion, which is innate in you and is very naturally you, to one of the reasons why your clients have been attracted to you? Yeah, I think I've been attracted to my energy. Yeah, um, yeah my energy definitely has been a match for theirs. And, yeah. you know, I feel that if you really believe in what you can deliver for someone, that passion is just going to shine through naturally. I agree. Yeah. You know, and... Um, be clients you know, you're turning down who just don't dig your passion and who aren't going to light up. I'm sure there are clients you'd say no to for the same yeah. reason. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, when I downsized my business a few years ago, Um, And I had, you know, 22 staff and 10 freelancers working with me. And, um, you know, because I wasn't as hands-on in the business at that point, because as you get bigger, as you know, you can't possibly do everything. And I was a single mom and I obviously had things going on in my personal life. You know, a lot of clients had entered my agency, um, you know, through business development and other streams. And I remember thinking to myself, these are not my clients. Yeah. These yeah. are the first ones I'm going to make a phone call to and That's say it. to them, I'm downsizing. Yeah. I don't think this is working. I'm happy to refer you on to other yeah. agencies that are more aligned with what you want. 
But, you know, when I looked at making those decisions and the brands I kept and the brands I didn't keep, it was how those people were treating my staff and my team. Yeah. How those people were treating me, whether I appreciate, whether they on the journey, whether they align with the values. And, you know, a lot of those calls that I, I had with people were um, hard because they got nasty. And Tori, yeah. why, you know, and, and I said, you know what? It's, I need to stay true to myself. Like I started this business for a reason. Um, I'm on the journey with brands for a reason. And the reason why I'm doing this is I need to give back to myself now. Mm. I've given to everyone, but I need yep. to take this time for myself. And so what I'm doing is I'm surrounding myself with the right tribe, the right brands, so that I can get through this next journey of my life. And that was a decision I made. It was the best decision. Good on you. So we'll come to the next stage in a moment, but there's something you just said then that's really intriguing to me. Did you notice as your business grew, there was a moment my business hit, I think 10 years ago, I've been going for nearly 20 years, mm. when it got just too big for me to know, because it's a very entrepreneurial business and it's always mm. had my flair. And I think we're so similar like that. We just bring our flair and our intuition. Mm. You can't systemize that. And the no. moment you step away a little bit and you can't systemize intuition and that you would have creative ideas in the conversation with the client that mm. isn't occurring anywhere else, that's unique mm. to you and just can't be bottled. The moment you step away from that, that magic source, it's not translating the same way anymore. Did you notice as you just took that next step up, something of you was lost? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, Sharon. And I think also, um, you know, that's why I did make that decision to strip yeah. it back because, you know, in life, money is not everything. No. Money buys you opportunity yeah. um, to do Dream things. Money is freedom. But, you know, apart from that, I mean, money comes, money goes. And I've never been worried about, you know, that source because we all have highs and lows as an entrepreneur. But the reason that I stripped it back was exactly that little bottle of magic wasn't coming from me. It was coming from others, but it wasn't necessarily aligned with what I wanted to create. Yeah. And so I was lucky that I was in a, in a position where I owned my business. Mm. I never had any business partners. It's always been me. I built it from scratch. And so I was able to make that decision. I was able to make that call and say, hey, I need time out for me and strip it back. And, you know, the most incredible thing happened after those two years when I decided that I did want to get back in the game, you know, because the business was humming along with a, a smaller um, team. But then I was like, it's time to get back to business. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, you good know, you. it was interesting because I won three of the biggest brands in America within a period of six weeks time. Like I got Drew Barrymore as a client. I got Victoria's Secret as a client. I got, um, you know, Steve um, Madden as a client. And we're talking about billion dollar businesses that wanted to launch into um, Australia. And I thought, you know what? Isn't this interesting? <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Everything happens for a reason. But after launching all those brands and, you know, going through that whole process of, um, you know, creating extraordinary results and delivering this for people, I then made the decision again that I was ready to do something different. Mm. And that's when I decided that I was going to take that powerful step forward um, and share my personal journey. Yeah. So is that when that happened after those three clients? What was pivotal, what was pivotal for you about that timing? I think the last one, you know, it was like we launched Victoria's Secret. I went to, you know, everyone dreams about going to the Victoria's Secret show in America. And it is, you know what, it is extraordinary. And yes. that team is a machine, but they are 
communicators, they're storytellers, they're hard workers. And, you know, I, I remember looking around when I was backstage and I thought, these are people who are committed. They're, they're, they're team players. And I remember going, wow, you know, this is incredible. Most of these people have been in their job for, you know, with the same company for a decade or more. I mean, it was exceptional experience. And I came back and we did, you know, Steve Madden. And again, that was a great experience. And then I had Drew Barrymore out here and she was obviously, you know, on a very similar spiritual journey to what I was, but I had not shared because as you don't, as a client, I would never share what was going on in my personal life with her. But, you know, she was giving media interviews and I was listening and I was like, you know what? That this, I feel like my gut instinct was like, this is the last launch I'm going to do. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we delivered extraordinary growth um, for her and her brand became a top selling um, makeup brand in Australia in a billion dollar business out here with Chemist Warehouse. And I thought, you know what? It's time to move on. I, like, I'm done. I'm ready for a change. And so... So know, why was I, it important to be... One thing to be ready for a change. And we're about mm -hmm. to get to the story that you then mm -hmm. revealed to the world. Why? Because I get why you want to change. Because you'd done it. Mm -hmm. You'd sung every song to be sung. And yeah. the whole playbook around that. You absolutely wrote the book on it. How come? Gut instinct. Yeah. Okay. So gut instinct was when I started tour style from a very young age. Mm. And for two years before I started Powerful Steps, I knew that there was something in me that was going to help millions of people. Okay. But like when I started Torstar, I had to keep listening to my intuition as to when the timing would be right. Yeah. And why you was know? it important for you to... So would you like to share with our viewers what it is you shared? Because I would yeah. like to know what was it about that that led you to want to share it? I'm really curious about that. So please, in your own yeah. words, would you like to yeah. share a little bit? So, um, you know, for 12 years of my life, I lived a very glamorous, high-profile um, life, obviously working with the world's leading retailers and attracting all these extraordinary people into my life, um, which was the mask I wore professionally. Behind closed doors, um, you know, as a mother of one, my beautiful daughter, Bella, who's now 15, um, but I decided when she was nine months old that I was going to leave her father. And what happened was um, very unexpected and it started um, a decade-long um, traumatic experience for both of us, really. And it wasn't until um, 2017 that that situation was resolved. But to put it, I mean, it's been well documented in the media what happened, but just for your viewers to put that into perspective, um, you know, at, at one point in time, I was receiving up to 100 phone calls, emails, text messages a day you know, while I'm launching global brands and I'm coming home and being a mom. Mm. And, um, you know, you have to have incredible resilience, incredible strength um, not to share that with anyone because mm. I kept it a secret for all those years. And there were literally only five people that knew the truth of what was going on behind the scenes. But those five people only knew different elements of the story yeah. because I was, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to share the whole thing. And Obviously, I needed support, but I was afraid to ask for it because I was um, ashamed of what people would think, ashamed that they would think that here, you know, here is this global innovator. She's got a global business. She's got, you know, everything in a perceived world that a lot of people want, but actually I had nothing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until um, one of my best friends turned around and said to me, because I was in and out of court eight to ten times a year, and she said to me, Tori, I don't understand. You're spending all this money on you know, lawyers and, you know, the lawyer said it's not going to be resolved. She goes, 
if you can launch these incredible brands and you can give them success, why can't you win this court case and resolve this for you and Bella? And I think it was like a penny dropped in my head. And I thought to myself, you know what? Why am I relying on these people to do something? The situation is not going to be resolved just because of the circumstances that we found ourselves in. And it was that defining moment where, you know, everyone has, I'm sure you've had as well, Sharon. It's like you find that inner fire, right? And you rise out of the ground like this phoenix and, you know, little by little, you grow your wings and you fly and, you know, I go and I, I'd self-represented. And, you know, what I did was I used to sit in the family law court and I would listen, um, you know, and I would just listen to these horrific things that people were going through. And I would listen to how um, the family court dealt with that. Sure. And I, I just started to understand the patterns that were happening yeah. and, I realized it was Russian roulette, you know, yeah. in my life and my daughter's life, it was Russian roulette. And, you know, we'd had a lot of protection through um, the New South Wales police and the court system, but really, I mean, no one communicates with each other. So I decided to step into my true power and potential because my daughter was like, mom, you're the only one that can resolve this situation. And, um, you know, she, she really pushed me to resolve it. My daughter, she's a little firecracker. How old was she at this point? She would have been um, 10, 11, 12 when she really just started going, Mom, I just, she goes, I can't do this anymore. Good you know, I can't her. do this anymore. And she wanted me to save her, basically save the situation. And, and so that was very difficult to navigate. Um, but we got there and the situation's resolved. And, you know, when that situation resolved, I mean, most people would be like, Oh, how did you guys celebrate? Well, I celebrated by crying on the floor, you know, in my bedroom. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, of course. And yes. people were like, you did what? And because Perfect. I was such a strong, resilient woman, Perfect. you know, I just, I, I had to just let go. And I think I cried for over a week. I mean, Perfect. I've never heard someone cry like that, but I cried and I cried and I cried and it was great. But I would cry when my daughter went to bed. I would never let her see that, you know, that that was it. But what it was, it was, you know, it was years of trauma um, that that really... Um, it was suppressed trauma. Correct, yeah. And suppressed. many ways... Yeah. It's got to express. It just so, has to find yeah. a way to be expressed. It had to. I'm surprised it was yeah. only a week. Goodness. So, yeah, so that was that. And then, you know, I was working with this mentor in Chicago because I'm a true believer you should always have a mentor. I have one every week um, who keeps me accountable. But I always have my mentors in the US. I've always had a strong affiliation um, to that country. And the mentor I was working with was actually based in Chicago. And I remember saying to her, after I crashed, she said, oh, Tori, it's so good, you're crying. And I'm like, I can't stop crying. Cry some more, cry some more. Anyway, I remember saying to her, um, I feel like I've still got more of the tunnel to go through. I felt like it was like three quarters. And why aren't I coming out the other side? And what I realized was for the first time in years, I had to give back to myself. I was giving to everyone. I had to give back to myself. So what I started doing was really stripping out of my life once again, what I needed and what I didn't need. And um, so what that gave my daughter and I, it created space for us. Yeah. And that space created the opportunity for us to really define what it was that we wanted in our lives. And what we wanted was very clear. And so, so know, I'm getting the sense that until then, perhaps your values had helped you live life out there. Yeah. And this defining moment 
caused it to go in here. Yeah. Yeah. Shifted yeah. the focus from the goal to the growth. Yeah. 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 And we just, yeah, we, we grew like those, you know, two little phoenixes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we really, we worked out what it was that we wanted. And, you know, I think through that experience, you know, I was able to find love. Um, you know, my daughter is this incredibly empowered, you know, woman now. Because when we decided to share the story, that was not my story to share. It was her story as well. Yes. And we, we spoke about it for three months before we decided to release it through Marie Claire because Marie Claire wanted the story. They knew. They said to me, this story is so powerful, Tori. Um, we know that it's going to help millions of women. And I, I truly credit Marie Claire for launching, you know, powerful steps because, um, what started as them saying we want to feature a story on single mums with global businesses ended up being a three-page feature. It's been syndicated in China. It'll go to the UK, the US when we launch over there. It's been such a powerful tool and message. And, um, you know, for my daughter to not be afraid and not be ashamed of her past as well is exceptionally Shame is in the secrets. The shame it's is she, in the secrets. Yeah, she just is, she, she is in alignment, growth, understands who she is, what her purpose in life is. And, you know, she had to grow up really quickly, but what that's made her do is if there's a problem, and of course she's going to make mistakes, we all do when we're teenagers, you know, she knows um, from being around me for so long, she just goes to the top of the tree. <laughs> and it's, I'm not going to speak to that person, mom. I'm going to speak to this person because they're a decision maker yeah. and they're going to help me get to that, you know, that next level in life. And I go, what a gift that she has been given, yeah. you know? Like so many people would say, oh, your daughter went through so much trauma. And I would agree with them that she did. But the gift that she got from that trauma is her inner power, her inner fire, her self-belief. You know, she's not worried what other people think of her. You know, like Gosh, she needs I didn't her get truth. To that in my 40s. <laughs> Dave, if someone could have given me that secret ingredient when I was 15. I'll buy wow. the bottle. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we went to the parent-teacher interviews last term and, you know, one of the directors of the school um, who had resigned to go to another school. She came up to Bella and I and she goes, it is such a pleasure, Bella, um, to have been in your life. She said, I know that one day I'm going to see you on TV and I'm going to say to the person next to me, I taught that girl. Yeah. Makes me tear up because I think, wonderful. Oh, you That's know, so wonderful. They, yeah, but they recognise that leadership and that power within her. And I believe that, you know, as mothers, if we can show our children the pathway forward, you know? We can show them the realness of life. We can give them the gift of listening to what it is that they need to get to that next level. They can achieve anything. Like what they just need in terms of being where they're at. Sometimes it's just being okay where you are and yeah. embracing where you are. So I'm thank you and I'm just trying to piece together what was the reaction as a result of the article and you coming out? And was it the reaction you expected? It was the opposite of <laughs> what we expected. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> so when you get a feature in Marie Claire magazine, normally it's a page or it's two pages. They, there was a three page feature. And, um, you know, I was lucky. I, I, I worked with a trusted, a trusted publishing house and they were my client ironically for six years. 
So I, I knew they were the right platform. I, you know, I trusted them. They trusted me. So when I, I remember when I, you know, press hit on my, I didn't put it on LinkedIn, Sharon, to start off with. I no. put it on my Facebook page. And um, because? I, remember, I remember people just going, oh my God, I had no idea that this was happening to you. And then I had these CEOs, board directors, like people just emailing me. So a lot of people were afraid to comment because of the context of what I was talking about. But the direct messages, like, you know, from these big global brands and directors, and they'd say to me, what you did for us and when you worked with us was extraordinary. But that step that you've taken now is even better than what anything that we could ever imagine that you're capable of doing. And what I quickly realized was all these brands and people that I was afraid to share what was going on in my life, they had my back. Mm. They had my back. And do you know the most extraordinary thing is, you know, yesterday I got a LinkedIn message um, from one of the um, very senior people um, at Interdex, Zara, in Spain. And she said to me, Tori, I've just looked at Powerful Steps online. I want to congratulate you. What you're doing is amazing. And I thought that's just a circle of life, you know, because I talk about Zara being such an impactful part of my life, that experience and like attracting like. And the fact that I've stepped out of Tour Star and into Powerful Steps and I still have the support of that brand is extraordinary because, you know, millions Fantastic. of women, you know, shop in, in, in there. And, you know, those are the people that are probably relating to my story or want to go on the journey or want to see how you can have success and survival. So when you receive emails and endorsements from people like that, that you've worked with and you've had not only great success together, um, but who have your back and believe that you can show people the way forward. I mean, that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm yes. passionate. You know? So am I hearing from what you're saying? You expected to not have people to have your back? I expected a lot of criticism. Really? Yeah. And I expected a lot of people to go like, I don't know whether you can swear on this and you can bleep it out after, but why the fuck did you share that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, of yes. course, because it's... Um, it's a topic people don't want to talk about. People don't want to talk about what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. People want you to have a glossy life. But I think through mm. this coronavirus and isolation now, people realise that life is not glossy. Nice. I you hope know? so. I really do hope so. It's but not. Every, every overnight success is 10 to 20 years of hard yakka. Everything that looks mm. great in the production has had tears, sweat, and a lot of blood left on the pathway. A hundred percent, Sharon. There's no direct route to any of it. It happens in yeah. weird ways, unexpected ways, but it's never just, I want that and then I get it and we're done. It's just, mm. it's, it's always messier. And we're also learning about ourselves, what we think we can yeah. handle today. I imagine you've changed remarkably in this time. I imagine you've changed in terms of your perspective of people. Mm. Because I'm hearing that you perhaps didn't expect people to have your back. Mm. beforehand whatever before mm. is for you versus how you view people now that they do have mm. your back which is mm. what most people don't know Tori most people don't know that that's a possibility that's exactly right Sharon and I think that you know if you're willing to take those powerful steps forward and you're willing to become fearless right you you're going to naturally attract the people into your life that are meant to be there and the others it doesn't matter they just float away but yeah. you've got to create the space to understand what you want. And, you know, now, I, you know, 
I'm fearless in ways that I never thought would be possible. Well, you're more fearless um, now with the intimate you rather than the outside of you. The outside you has always been fearless. I'm going to give you yeah. like the hugest <laughs> track record when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I, you know what? I feel what? like the fearlessness is a great question. I feel like it's become integrated. Yeah. You know? I it's just that. integrated. It's like it's marinated. And now I'm just like, you know what? This is me. Mm. Um, and what, you know, with me sharing, it's going to help millions of people to understand that they have the potential to achieve what they want as well. Like anyone can make their dreams reality, you know, and like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. Like when I started Tallstar, I remember, you know, I'd be up until 11 o'clock at night then I'd be up at three o'clock checking emails from clients overseas. You know, I never had a Christmas day for years Same or here. a holiday in January because guess yep. what? The Americans chose to work through it. Totally. And if I wanted American clients, guess what? On Christmas day, because yep. it was the day before or after, yep. I was working, you know? So I you spent my first two years, seven days a week, including every holiday. I just did what it took. But I was passionate like you. Like it yeah. wasn't work. It really wasn't. It was all just this is fabulous and who knew this world existed. So where you've been through that amazing internal journey and somehow it's transformed into powerful steps, which mm. is an external journey, expression of it, I imagine. Can you mm. share a little bit about what that means to you and how you communicate your message now and perhaps how your message has changed? Yeah, my message is, um, my values are still the same. So we can yeah. go back to, you know, the passion, integrity, delivery. But Powerful Steps is all about inspiring people. It's encouraging them. It's empowering them. It's about showing them the roadmap that anything is possible, right? So I teach people about the power of connection, the power of your personal brand, the power of if you've got everything in alignment, you will attract what you deserve into your life. And so that is in the form of inspirational speaking. I'm in the process of writing a book. I've now, because we're in downtime with coronavirus, I've opened up my schedule to actually mentor people. Nice. So, yeah. And I, you know what, Sharon, I am loving it. And, you know, I opened my books up to these private mentoring sessions last week and um, already it's like almost full. And I'm, I'm thinking, but, the people I'm working with, I'm attracting the right people because guess what? They're willing to do the work. So yeah. like you and I, they're willing to do it. They're passionate and they can see it. And because I'm passionate about seeing them succeed, you know, it, it goes like this. So yeah. And the other thing as well is I really want to give back to people. I do this thing where I have a virtual coffee date every Thursday and I open my little black book. Um, and actually this afternoon, um, we're doing one um, with my girlfriend in London this morning we did one with another girlfriend who just launched a book in LA. Yeah. And so I'm showing Australians because you and I are Australian based, we're showing them that globally you can be connected. Yeah. Globally you can work with other people. It's so important. Don't just look at the connections that you have, get outside your comfort zone, meet new people, discover new things because that's where you're going to get the best growth. Well, I'm, I'm noticing thematically, you seem, no matter what you're going through, very tuned to, very curious, very open to the other person with there. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about so that. So I, I spoke earlier, you know, in this interview about the power and the gift of listening, okay? So if you take the time to listen and understand what your audience wants, or a business wants and yep. who they're communicating to, the answers will come. Mm. So that is the biggest gift and the biggest connection mm. anyone can have. I agree. 
and creating the space for the client to figure it out for themselves because they yeah. might say a bad idea and realize no we've been getting that wrong and if you create the space and know how to calibrate and listen they'll eventually get to what they're trying to say and it's not 100%. always the first iteration it's not always in what's said and i think mm. you have the ability to tune into that in a really mm. remarkable and deep way i think that's probably a lot of what you bring to these conversations with people yeah and also you know when you listen you understand and the journey becomes clear mm. you know and um everyone says oh i want to get this in the media i want to launch this and i want this to be a success but guess what it's never going to be a success if the timing is not right and you're forcing things on people yeah. when you work in flow and you actually understand where the opportunity lies, that's when you get the biggest success. Like when we were launching Victoria's Secret in Australia, they, um, you know, they were never bringing out the supermodels that everyone expected, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that was a tough breath for me because I went to the US, I did the show, I bought, you know, all of those interviews back with those high profile models and placed them into the Australian media here. And then the public are like, we want to meet the models. Well, of course they do, but that wasn't a part of the brief. The brief was we're opening in Australia and we're opening in a shopping centre. And so, you know, I presented a strategy to start off with and then two days before the launch and I said, guys, I'm changing the strategy. Yeah. We're not doing this now, we're doing that. And I was like, you know, this is my intuition and I'm listening to what the media is saying. I'm listening to what the customers want and we need to listen to deliver so that you have a successful launch. And, and the other listen. thing you do is you adapt. You don't just listen and figure out what's going on and have, you, you call it intuition, but I think mm. a lot of it's just very, very experienced at what you do and mm. very, very creative. You then have the courage to adapt, whereas a lot of people just keep doing the thing that they were doing because that's what they did yesterday. And I yeah. actually hear people say, it's what we've always done. They're like the worst words anyone can ever say to me, by the way. I that's what we've always done. It's like, don't <laughs> say that around question it and you do that you question and look for the innovation way more than you look for the status quo i love that a hundred percent i mean look a good example is years ago you know nespresso has been my client for over a decade well congratulations and yeah thank you and um actually i think we're going to the 11th year this year and i like i love the team and they've obviously had a lot of changes for their teams as well but you know when we're at the height of them launching in australia i was responsible for all their brand launches and I remember coming back from a trip from Greece once and um, we were doing this event at um, this, you know, this beautiful cafe, Sydney for 200 people, celebrities, influencers, their key customers. And I had, you know, Australia's top event producer working on it. And we're five days before an event. And I said to them, the creative idea is wrong. This yeah. is what we're going to do. And I remember the event. Um, producer and I mean he produced the, um, the Australian Olympics he looked at me and he was like <laughs> what and I said no like we need, we need an experience where people go wow that was incredible and so my whole thing was you know we were talking about milk frothing and coffee and I was like we can't just do something that you do at every other event so I had these um, incredible dancers and I said they need to actually come out between um, the main course and dessert in a milk bar. And he's like, you want them to be clothed in a milk bar? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I do, right? <laughs> and I have got um, all these celebrities, I'll never forget it, because Larry Edmar, who actually taught me how to publicly speak. Yeah. And um, he, I hadn't seen him for years. And um, 
he was there and I organized for all the cars to pick the celebrities up because they were going to be on morning TV the next day at I think it was like 10 o'clock or whatever. And I remember he grabbed my arm and he's like, Tori, this is so good. Can the car stay longer? And I was like, yes, you know, and that was such a pivotal moment because you know what, when you're a business person, you're representing brands, if the feeling of what you're doing and executing doesn't feel right, put your hand up and change it. And it's yes. never too late to change it. And that was one of the best launches they ever did. Everyone remembers that milk bar. Congratulations. And, um, you know, it was that love of Nespresso just came out of it because it was a correlation. But, you know, I never worry about the look of horror because I could have backed down <laughs> and said, you know, to David, who was the event producer, I could have said, no, no, no. He's like, you just got so much more work for me. And I said, I know but this idea is going to be good. Yeah. And it was good and it, and it delivered. So don't be afraid to push back. Yes. Don't be afraid to Never mind the look of horror. That's what's staying with me. Yeah. <laughs> Love Real it. Part. I have to so you good on you. So what else would you like to share? What's on your mind now, today and moving forward? Where are you spending your time thinking? So the, the message for me, Sharon, that I really want to get out to everyone is, you know what? In life, we have so many different opportunities mm. and we also have so many challenges that we face. The best advice I could give to anyone is to view those challenges as opportunities. Yes. Because once you view those challenges as opportunities, more doors open. And when more doors open, more choice comes into your life. And with more choice comes more growth. And once you step through those doors and into your true power and, poten power and potential, like anything is possible. Like, you know, a year ago, Powerful Steps was just an idea. Now it's a business, right? A great name, by the way. Uh, thank you. I mean, look, this is like a gift from the universe because oh, when no. I registered the name, within 20 minutes, I found out Instagram, Facebook, website, everything was available. And I was like, you no. know what? That's no. what it is. And in my life, I've always taken powerful steps forward. And some people say to me, they go, Tori, but what about small steps? And I said, you know what? I started with small steps. Some days I take small steps. Some days I take big leaps. It doesn't matter about the size of the step. What matters is that you choose to take them forward because when you take those steps forward like the possibilities in your life are endless yeah. and that's you know truly what Good i believe you. so you know what's next for me i would love to be speaking to thousands of people and sharing my message and inspiring them that anything's possible um you know i'm a big believer in connecting with people i can't wait to get out of isolation because for me it's like we spoke about nespresso before you know i launch a store i love going in around before we launch a store and meeting people and understanding why they like that product. Like, why, you know, why, why do they want yeah. to be involved with this brand? I love meeting people. I love understanding their stories and I love helping them grow. You also so, love the texture of the experience. You love the layers to the experience. Yeah. All of it. You love all the, you notice textured moments that others would just skip over and think that's nice mm -hmm. or wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. And it's not just detail, you know, it's texture and layers and how things Immersed Come together. in each other. Yeah, you I love the way your creative mind can see the patterns. Pattern recognition, I think, is a huge part of people's success. It is definitely. Yeah. And and a lavender oil in the shower. Well, of course. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we have to thank yeah. the Buddhist monk at um Shiva Song for that because you know, you're right. Um, but you know, journaling and gratefulness. Mm -hmm. And when something good goes in your life, you know what? I celebrate with a little tap on my right shoulder with my yes. left hand. It's my thing. I go, thank you. Yeah. You know, be grateful for the good things that come into your life. And 
don't be afraid to express your emotions. Emotions are good. Yeah, good on you. You know? And you definitely can speak to that. So where can people reach you, Tori? If they want to reach out, get in touch and be involved with Powerful Steps. So there's powerfulsteps.com.au um, and also you can follow us on Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, but, you know, I love connecting with people. So direct message me, info at powerfulsteps.com.au. Like I'm not afraid of the power of connection and people often go, is that you, Tori, replying to my email? Yeah. And it's like, of course, you know, yeah. that's how I built Torstar. It's how I'm going to build powerful steps. That's a part of the beauty and the essence of me. It's like, I'm not afraid to be there for other people and I'm not afraid to be there on the journey with them and see them shine. Mm. So, you know, that's the message. With your core values, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations on everything you're accomplishing and the journey you're on to you. I just love it.